Hello, and welcome to the Bigger Braver Life Show. I'm your host, Angela Marie Williams. As an entrepreneur and success coach, my mission is to empower you to realize your dreams and potential through transformational experiences. The purpose of this show is to inspire your positive change by learning from a community of those paving the way to a bigger, braver life. Hey everyone, I'm Angela Williams. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a coach, and I'm super excited to be talking to you today. I've really been called to speak to you about this concept of the insecure expert, what that means, what that might look like. And if that's you, if you identify that, it's okay, what do we do next? As I talk about all the time, I'm coaching others, I'm receiving coaching business mindset, money mindset, and always looking to provide the best for myself to be in the best place to coach and and support others. And I also learned so many things from these coaches and that I I get to share with you. So I'm really excited about that. But during a brainstorming session with a coach, we were really talking about who this, this person is that I'm really passionate about helping and came up with this term, this insecure expert term. I know a ton of very smart, intelligent, witty, savvy, resourceful women. And they, they sometimes have their own businesses. Sometimes they are in a corporate structure and education. They're in helping fields and they're doing amazing things. They're writing full books, chapters of books. They're on podcasts. They're, they've done TED Talks. They have led a field, their own groups, their own movements. And, you know, they've done so many amazing things. They've invested in themselves. And, and a lot of times it's really heavy into that investing into education. So a lot of the folks that I'm working with that I'm seeing, they've invested in the college education or the certifications or the training, they, they put time and money and hours into all of this. And a lot of times they're finding themselves not getting the money that they want or the time freedom that they want or the life that they want to live. And it's typically because they are not as confident as they could be in their skills, talents, and abilities and sharing that with the world. I'm passionate about this because I identify as this too. I've had my own journey to go from being the previous version of me. I call myself an ambivert. I like to be introverted sometimes and just quiet and read a book and lay down and all that. But I love people. I love talking to people, interacting, feeding off, you know, energy. That's super fun for me. So, you know, some folks may not realize like I can feel very insecure or nervous when I'm in approaching a new group of people or doing something new, being seen in a new way. And so that's how I really started. What's interesting too, is a lot of the folks that I, I started with were, were therapists and, you know, we're, we're trained to sit here. We're taking a back seat. We're asking questions. We're listening a lot in the therapy field. There's a lot of neutrality focus. So you're not really sharing a lot about you. It's not about that. When you're in a session, you are not really, unless you have like a book or you're doing some marketing or advertising. So you really take a backseat. 
if you will. That was something that I found really primed me for feeling insecure when it was time to show up for this coaching business that I wanted to start, which is completely online. All the marketing, especially when I started in the pandemic, right? All the marketing, all of the the pieces that I had to do were online, right? Because we were all stuck in our houses. So for me, there was a great resistance knowing that I had to show up in a way that I've never shown up before so that people can know me and understand why I'm here, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, who I'm helping. And, you know, I would really get nervous and avoid because one of my coaches, when I first started this business was like, you need to be doing Facebook lives. You need to be basically everywhere all the time. And I'm like, what? So, you know, it calls for a level of expending your energy and being on and being good and ready to go and get headspace and engaging and all of the things. And that takes energy. So a part of me that's super engaged and energetic and extroverted is like, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. And the other part of me that's like, mm, but I could like be just chilling or be outside. But it's more than that, right? It's more than just being an introvert or extrovert. It's about your, your beliefs underneath. If you are believing that you are going to have to expend a lot of energy when you're going live, when you're talking about the, the field, the subject matter that you're an expert in, that you're going to have to be live and you're going to have to be ready and on. If you're afraid that doing that is going to cost you energy that maybe, frankly, you don't feel like you have, that can be a limiting belief for you. So that's going to hold you back. So our brains are naturally protective. They're wired for protection. So when we sense a danger, if you will, of having our energy taken, energy expended, that maybe we shrink back. I want to talk about some of those fears that we have, those beliefs that we have that aren't going to lead us to the success we want. Because let's be honest, if you want a $100,000 or more salary a year, if you want to own a million dollar company, if you want to have three months of vacation availability versus the three weeks you got maybe in your nine to five job or whatever, if you want that true time freedom, flexibility, and being able to decide what you want, you're going to have to design that. You're going to have to show up for it and you're going to have to make it happen for yourself, right? That's all by your design. That's awesome. Those are all the things, right, that I want as well. And so I know that I'm going to have to show up and do it in big ways to get those big results. And I, and I want to make sure to mention that you don't have to necessarily be loud, screaming at the top of your lungs. If you're an introvert, and I think a lot of folks that I know too are introverted, so it's easier to stay in the shell here. So if you're introverted, there are ways that you can do your marketing, your messaging that don't have to feel so draining. So I want you to know that it doesn't have to be about, you know, you have to be fake this extrovert and yelling and screaming or whatever. You know, you don't have to do that. I want you to know that. But I want to talk about some of the fears that can be underlying this insecure expert. So again, this expert, you have all the knowledge, you've invested in yourself. Have you ever added up the total number 
the amount of money that you've invested in your education, your knowledge, and your skill set, the hours, not even just the money, it's the time. What was the emotional cost? What was the physical cost of doing all of that? So I think I did the math once and I'm well over $100,000 invested in my education, my skills, and all of that worth every penny, of course. But if that's the case, we want to see that return on investment. But you can't do that when you're sitting there quiet and nobody knows what you do, why you're doing it, and where you're going. Okay, so let's talk about the fear now. A lot of times I'm seeing people who are fearing being rejected for who they are. Because sometimes we get, you know, we get in front of people and we feel like we have to be a certain way. And some people do that. Some people tap into a persona. So if you have to create a persona for yourself, if you feel like that's what's going to get you the success in, in your business, like awesome, do that. I want to take a side on that because I think especially when we're online is that, you know, we show up and I was like, one day I was like showing up and showing out and just like all in with my energy. And, you know, I felt like that. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing too much this whole time as I'm talking, you know, uh, doing, it was like a 10 minute breakthrough for busy CEOs uh, video. And so it was only 10 minutes, but I was going in, going hard. And then I got off of the video. I watched it back again. And I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad at all. Like that was really, that felt pretty good. Felt pretty, you know, okay. And we're talking about it and it's like, you know, for the internet or for, you know, doing these recordings and stuff, it's like, almost like you have to like really up-level that that energy for that, for it to come out engaging and not like boring. So also keep that in note. But when we go back to, to that fear, it's like one of the fears is, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of, of showing up and then being rejected. People aren't going to like me for me. So if you want to show up that persona, awesome. If you want to show up genuinely as your authentic self. And, and I think sometimes we get uh, stuck with that because of that perfectionism, that desire to be perfect. I know that that's a thing for me. I'm always like, how can I be, you know, polished? And of course I don't, you know, it's, it's getting less and less as we go along and we learn and grow and all of that. But that's a, that's a piece to think about. Is there a belief that you will be rejected for showing up as you are? If that's true, it's mindset and we need to rewrite that story. We need to rewrite that belief because here's the the truth of the matter. The truth of the matter is if someone's going to reject you for you, get out, delete, block, go away, right? Like we don't need, we don't need that business. Not all money is good money. Okay. So especially if you have this brand, I'm really kind of speaking to individuals who have a company, they're the face of the company or a leader in your field, even if you don't own a business, you're a leader in your field and you really want to embrace all of the skills and knowledge and talents that you have and share that with the world. But if there's that fear, oh, I'm going to be rejected for not being, not fitting in the box. There was somebody that was talking about that recently of I'm kind of weird, but I want to talk about, you know, finances, money. And normally that's very put together and and, and all of that. And so, you know, it it was a really cool conversation because it's like, your people will find you and love you and buy from you. And that's it. That's it. You got to believe in yourself that that's good. That's good enough. More than more than good enough. Right. So another fear of being visible, right? So what does that mean when you're seen? That means all of your, your stuff, is visible. And, and again, right, we curate that if we're marketing online or presenting ourselves, even in person, 
we get to curate a, a good amount of that. I think where people get stuck in that fear of being seen is uh, a lot just in our head, right? Because we can talk and we can even make mistakes. Like I make mistakes all the time when I'm speaking, but you, I probably notice it more than you, but you know, it doesn't matter. People tune in, people are tuning in, people are giving me good feedback. People are telling me constantly that they're helped and supported by what I'm putting out there. And that's what matters to me. Now, of course, I, I have had that fear of being seen. The deeper parts of that for me were, what if everybody finds out, this, this might sound funny, and I want you to hear this and see if this resonates with you, but like, what if everybody finds out like all of the bad stuff that I've done or all of the crappy things or mistakes I've made? It's like, okay, A, that's not possible, really, right? B, so what, right? We're, we're human. So obviously I've got to a different place with that. Another thing is that, that imposter syndrome, right? What if everybody finds out like I'm actually a fraud? And I think that it can happen at any point in your career, right? So when you're new, it's like, maybe I don't have the years of experience, right? I remember in my first working experience, I had to work with families or I worked with families and oh, I was, I looked super young. I was young. I was like 21 or whatever. And they would look at me and they would say, hmm. sometimes they would straight up ask me, like, how old are you? As if that equates to the knowledge, skills, and, you know, talents and all of that. So sometimes, sometimes I would answer them. Sometimes I would just say, you know, I think what you're, what you're wondering is if I can help you. Because really that's what it is, right? How do we dig under that? But I say all that to say, you know, I got a lot of that. I got a lot of that, the questions about, do I have the experience? Do I have kids? If I was helping them with their family or kids or whatever, do I have kids? Do I have the experience? Do I have, you know, how old am I? Blah, blah. And the other piece, I had someone talk to me about this too, and I hope this is helpful for you. But someone was like, you know, when I got over the fear of them thinking I'm this imposter and I'm going to be found out and that, you know, I don't have the experience because we have to start from somewhere. We have to get that experience somehow, right? So, you know, once they, they were saying, once they got over that fear, it stopped because they weren't also like putting out that nervous energy too that people were picking up on saying, hmm, wait a second, let me ask you a question here. So that fear of that imposter syndrome, and, and a lot of times I was reading this in an article, I wish I could remember what it was, but it's like, if you're afraid, if you're having that imposter syndrome, it's more likely that you care and that you do know what you're doing because people who go out there and maybe unethically make money or hustle and do all the things, and maybe they don't actually have all the experience. And I'm sure you can come up with an example of that. You know, they don't care. They don't care if they're, if they're going to be found out as an imposter. So, so if you are caring, know that it's probably because really you want to do a good job, but it's also helpful to dig into those deeper beliefs. Why do you feel that you don't have the quality of experience or, or knowledge or ability to do the thing that you were trained to do? What's under that? Let's dig, 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 dig. dig. That's what we do in coaching sessions. We dig to find that stuff way underneath that fuels the stuff at the surface. So that's a really important exercise. And, and again, if you're stuck on this, if you're, you're hearing this and thinking this, uh, please reach out. I would be so happy to walk you through these exercises and work with you on this. Because here's the thing. We need you. We need your message. We need your voice. We need your skills and abilities and gifts and talents. I am blown away 
every time I'm in this group with other business professionals that I, I joined recently, I'm blown away by the amazing, amazing ideas and solutions and the way that they care and give support to their business and their clients and really niche things, like really, really niche things that are happening. And it's like, wow, that is so needed, but we don't even think about it. But those people did. And so that's why we need you because you have your own thing, right? That you want to share, even if it's not your own business. Or, I mean, really a lot of times we can think about it and it might be a business or it might be, you know, a nonprofit or a passion or a message or a movement that you want to leave that all of that's great. So that's why I want you to feel so confident and solid in yourself that you can go out and shop from a mountaintop about it and no worries and no fucks about if someone's going to judge you or not. Right. So going back to that fear, that fear of judgment is very strong. I, I read this in a book one time too. And I want to share it with you because it was, it's always stuck with me, but it was talking about this fear of uh, judgment and being not included from the group and thinking about it in the way of, if you look at, you know, how our civilizations have evolved, if you aren't in the group, you could be eaten by a bear, you could starve to death. You, you know, there wasn't, you know, as we look at prior times, you actually suffered the fear of death when you were not part of a group, but it's definitely like a hardwired thing. So that's an interesting way to look at that fear of judgment. Another thing is overwhelm. There's especially being a business owner, a solopreneur specifically, and you can apply that too to being a CEO or being this top leader, really making decisions every day and, and that they affect yourself, not only yourself, but your clients and your employees and all of that. It's really feeling like um, there's so much going on. There's so much to do. And there's so much, like there's so many eyes looking at you. There's people depending on you. There's like this heightened level of responsibility. And while that's true, it doesn't necessarily have to feel overwhelming. And so that's where we can do some of that deeper work. And again, that kind of goes back to almost like this core belief of like, I can't handle it. Or, you know, I'm not good enough, right? Those are some of those common uh, core beliefs that we may have. And so that can really come up when you are rising to that leadership level. We talked about energy a little bit, right? Is this gonna is this going to interfere with the amount of energy I have, the ability to do things? So that is a, a real concern. And how I support my clients with that is looking at two things. One, how do we define, get those boundaries around what you want your energy interactions to look like on a daily basis? And two, how do we even expand and create more capacity to hold more energy? In a training, once I heard the educator say, more successful people are willing to hold more energy. So I I always carry that with me and and look for ways on the daily to expand my energy. And it's helpful for especially people-to-people work too. I can definitely tell when I have not expanded my energy or took care of myself that day because I am extra drained and it's quick. So thinking about that for you, how can I protect and expand? the energy that you have. I think there's a wild fear. There's two camps on this. There's one camp that's like, I'm afraid of being successful. And I think that goes back to what does that mean if I'm successful? Will that mean I have to expend more energy? Will that mean I actually have to grow in other areas like money management or uh, supervision or whatever that might look like? 
So uh, success can call for an expansion and growth, which again, can feel like a lot and overwhelming. And that's where we kind of shut down. Also, I had an interesting thought the other day of if you haven't uh, seen success, but maybe you've seen failure and you know that's painful, that can work both ways, right? Because you can be afraid of failure because you want to prevent that pain. You can also be afraid of success because you don't know what that looks like. So I I had that interesting thought and I want to share that too. The other camp is that fear of failure. So almost like, what does that say about me if I go out here and fail? But the thing about that you need to remember is that we all fail at some point, right? Failure is not a dirty word. It's about learning. It's about, you know, getting back up, but it's about learning. It's about applying something that maybe didn't work or didn't work as well as you wanted it to, or it's a completely a zero or whatever. And there's so many lessons to be learned. So failure is not really, in my opinion, a dirty word. It's almost encouraged because that means you're trying and you're doing new things. I can't tell you how many times I've had failed launches launched um, a group program. And I think that's because my energy wasn't really aligned in a group program at that time, but that's what I wanted, you know, thought I wanted to do and, and, you know, thought that was the next step for me, but it wasn't really aligned. So again, thinking about all of the pieces that go into that. Failure also can bring up that I'm not good enough or I'm not enough process and feeling process. A lot of times that fear of the unknown, the confusion that can be very painful for folks And that can really feed into keeping us stuck and and not moving in the ways that we want. So again, to sum up, it's about knowing what your mindset blocks are, where your brain's trying to kind of protect you and keep you small. When in reality, if you want success, and success is defined by you. So whatever that means for you. But if you want that success, if you want that growth, if you want to lead the movement, start the business, write the book, whatever that is, you need to be able to master understanding every single thought that you have, understanding where that's coming from and look to make those mindset shifts. That's what I help you with. That's my zone of genius. That is my passion. That is the thing I do all day, every day. And I love it. So if you're, you're hearing this and you're like, oh my God, that's me. I'm really held back. I could be doing more. And and a lot of people know it. They know. They're like, I spent all this money on this degree or this certification or whatever that is. I have this great idea, but I'm, I'm stuck back here. And I, I know I, I should be doing more. I want to do more. If that's you, call me. Let's talk about it. Let's go through and, and decide what program is for you to get that coaching and support so that you can permanently learn the tools to master that mindset. That is the key. That is the key, right? And my Braver Success Program also covers the fears. So that fear of, you know, the energy being too much. We talk about how to prevent burnout. We talk about boundary setting. We talk about how to tune in and check in with yourself on a regular basis to to make sure you're not doing that and to recognize the patterns, right, when, when that's happening. And that fear of fear of success and failure, it's being able to rewire that story and address that fear head on and make a plan for it, right? We want to make sure that it's incorporated in our vision when we're planning that, that we're planning for success, that we're ready to go. We're being proactive. We're not worried. We're not stuck back here, not doing anything about it. So a lot of the program support is going to be 
really to help you as an insecure expert really have that unshakable confidence, be very clear on what you want to do and where you want to go. And, you know, that conviction to say, I deserve this. I believe in this. I get to have the life that I want, the life and the business and the work that I want. And to share without feeling bad or like you're bragging or you're being too annoying or whatever the thing is, that's the surface stuff, right? Being able to share your mission and your message with the people that need to hear it most. When I was thinking about starting this podcast, I actually hadn't thought about starting the podcast necessarily, but then it ended up making sense for me. And I had someone challenge me and, and really give me that deadline of, I think it was that we were, I was in February, going to launch. Um, and I was kind of, you know, going slow, but I had all the raw material. So it really wasn't a big deal to put it all together. And she said, you know, I really challenge you to get this done by the end of the month. Because there is somebody who needs to hear it. And we don't want them to have to wait any longer for that message. So that really got me, right? Because that is at the heart of my mission and my vision uh, and my values. All of that. So it's empowering people, giving them knowledge and inspiration, helping them transform their lives. So that's what I'm about. So going back to the insecure expert, I want you to hear this. It's about knowing that you have your very own unique set of skills, talents, experience, background, community, communication ability, energy, all of that uniqueness goes into the package that is you and no one else can represent that. And we need to have the diversity of voices and experiences and and knowledge to reach as many people as possible. That's one of my, my missions my, and my vision is to really raise that female collective, but really just the world, right? We're trying to impact generations for growth and kindness and healing and health. So know that you have that. No one else can do it but you. And we need it. We need to hear it, all of us. And Your right people will follow you and continue to be there with you. The right people will hear the message and you can't really fuck it up. I mean, you can, but it doesn't really matter because it's a learning process, right? There's no failure. We can fuck up all day long, but really there's no true failure. It's learning. So that's what I want to leave you with. And you are an expert. I want you to own that. I want you to fully embody that conviction. If you need the clarity around what you're doing, why you're doing it, and who you're doing it for, I'd love to support you with that. So reach out to me. I want you to know, no matter what, we need you. This is your time to shine. This is your time to do the things that you've always wanted to do because your vision, your dreams, your future is calling you and it's not going to go away. Okay? Reach out if you are looking for that coaching support. I'm happy to talk to you about your dreams. Talk about what those things are that are holding you back. And if working together is a good fit, I'll tell you about all the options we have. But it's really about that one-on-one mindset support that's going to get you the furthest, fastest. And I'm happy to help you with that. All right, take care. See you in the next episode. 